0: Welcome to the Femme du Soleil podcast, created for the woman who loves to walk on sunshine, dream big and takes yes as her only answer. My name is Sabrina Weber. I'm your host, business and lifestyle coach for the visionary, fellow big dreamer and palm tree enthusiast. Join me as we have casual conversations over a coconut latte on all things soul work, personal branding, manifestation, parenting and so much more. I'm here for the magic, are you? Hey, hey babes, I am here with my coffee ready and so excited to speak with today's guest. Lauren Harkness. She is a luxury jewelry designer based in New York and co-founder of the
1: Tantra Institute. Lauren, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I am just thrilled to be joining you today. And I love that we're all the way across the world from each other, but we can still connect. I know, isn't that it's one of my favorite things about this podcast? Like everyone's like
0: in a completely different place and it's so fun i love it
1: um, i love it too before anything
0: so <laughs> tell, tell everyone <laughs> tell everyone where you are right now
1: what you're doing oh oh i'm, I'm laying on top of a biomat which is infrared heated gemstones and it's so relaxing <laughs> <laughs> so, so do i <laughs> mm-hmm
0: on the other (laughs) end I'm in my office home office which is gorgeous but it's so freaking hot (laughs) like it's 30 degrees or something Um, wow
1: so you're in summer right now yeah we're in winter
0: summer exactly I'm like so hot and yeah (laughs) so ready to go to the beach soon but so before anything beach related I obviously want to speak with you about all your goodness your gorgeous jewelry and what I'm most curious about as I was looking you know through your work and sort of thinking about what we want to talk about I'm very interested to hear how Tantra and we can go into this later influences your jewelry making
1: Mm. what a great question I I love doing podcasts because I get asked these things that are so um, thought-provoking because, you know, as a person who just does it, sometimes it's, um, we're not necessarily conscious of how they do connect, Yeah, but they totally. do, you know? <laughs> yeah, it, is. <laughs> it is how it is. It is how it is. It is how it is. Okay. So for me, Tantra is really about kind of communion with polarity inside of you from earth to spirit, from masculine and feminine, light and shadow. And it's kind of, for me, it's about collapsing the polarities and being a yes to the oneness of life that includes the full spectrum from pain and sadness to ecstasy. Um, And so that kind of inner union is a part of how I create the listening to the impulse and the urge from my feminine side inside of what would I love to make and then taking action with my masculine side to produce it. Mm -hmm. And that kind of um, flow of life has always been so joyous for me. So it happens in my Tantra work. It happens when I teach and it happens definitely in jewelry making of kind of feeling the urge inside to make and then doing so. So I will set myself up with all my, you know, colored gemstones and the metal I'm going to use for the day and my torch, and there's kind of a ritual around even sitting down at my desk because I usually will make myself my favorite cup of tea or coffee, and you know I'm wearing something that feels good on my body, and then I sit down to create and there's kind of an anticipation of what's going to happen because I feel like it informs me. Whatever wants to be created comes through me and. And I get the urge and the impulse to make it, but it's often like this kind of cosmic dance between, I would say, you know, that which is greater than me and me because, you know, I couldn't sit down with all those materials and conceive of something before I make it. Like I'm not that kind of creator. It kind of unfolds in the process of it. And sometimes I look at what I've made and I'm like, wow, I did not expect that, but it's beautiful.
0: Yeah, isn't it Picasso that said, you know, it starts with something and it ends up being something else? Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that too. <laughs> I love what you just said. And I want to kind of circle back to this real quick. You know, this whole idea of dressing for the job, you know, I often talk about how. Um, the clothing we wear or the scene we set, you know, influences what happens around us. And I love that you just said, you know, you make a point of wearing a beautiful, whatever robot dress or whatever it might be that activates that feminine energy, that creative energy in you before you even sit down for your work. And that then that energy translates into what you're creating. And that is so much more powerful and intentional and beautiful than if you would just roll out of bed um, in in your PJs and sit down and make yourself create something, right? It's this sort of complete different vibe. And um, I'm really enjoying that.
1: I love that. So cool. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And it's funny because sometimes I do have to sit down and make things like in production, but there's still a joy to that too.
0: (laughs) Totally. I mean, sometimes a bit of pressure won't hurt. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And, And I love how, you know, I love how your jewelry is really created with that or correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it sounds to me like it's created with that purpose of what, what should we call it? Like it, it's sort of, it looks to me like it's meant to enhance that inner power in a woman. Like if I'm wearing it, I activate a certain feeling inside of me. Is that,
1: would you confirm yeah. that? Wow, I love that you got that from just seeing it. It's completely a part of my mission statement. And oh <laughs> my god, yes! <laughs> <we are. laughs> I got it. I got you, girl. <laughs> I love it. Yes, it might for me. It's jewelry as power symbols, and because I would notice when I first started making. I was selling my jewelry at this Portland Saturday market, which is like the largest outdoor artisan market in the country. Mm-hmm. And every week, you know, I would get to know my customers over time and they become collectors. And And it was so fun to have this kind of personal relationship with the woman that I was adorning. Yeah. And I would get that feedback like, wow, this is my magic necklace. Every time I wear it, like I feel more powerful or I feel more in my feminine. And it makes sense to me because, you know, energy metal holds energy and the intention of the artist behind an artisan piece you can feel in the product at least I can and that's my intention when I sit down to make is that this bless the woman who wears it like it's almost like each piece has its own mama you know Mm. and so they find each other and 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 that's a part of the joy is feeling like a woman who feels like oh this is mine. you know this is for me
0: the circle it's it's Mm -hmm. it's like you get to create it and then you almost have this anticipation or excitement of oh my god who is it gonna be for you know totally
1: yeah yeah in the early in the early days um it would be interesting like maybe I'd make a custom necklace or just a a one-of-a-kind and sometimes it would take almost up to a year to sell and sometimes it would sell right away Mm-hmm. And when, when that piece sold, it was always that a woman felt like this was meant for her. And so I was okay to wait, you know, because yeah. I knew that it was, it was meant for somebody and she just had to find it. Wow. I love that so much. Um, so I just said to
0: you before we hit record um, that, you know, I have at least in my world here in New Zealand, I feel like Tantra you know, obviously, um, it's around, and I love that it's, by the way, 11.11 right now. Um, (laughs) People talk about it, but no one seems to really know what it actually means, or what it really is, or, um, yeah, i just love for you to bring your version or your spiel on what it is and and why it's a part of your life and how it's Mm. influencing not just your jewelry but everything
1: you do Mm. also an amazing question thank you oh wow well I kind of discovered tantra kind of serendipitously because I I was searching, you know, a few years prior to discovering it, I was searching for ways to open up sexually. And I was coming from a need because I couldn't orgasm with partners and I just felt broken around relating. And so I found another practice first, which I practiced for about three or four years. And then my boyfriend at the time had taken a tantra class and I took it with him and I gave my first session, which is kind of a hands-on healing session to help clear trauma. And the person's body just kind of started to cry and my, my body somehow just took over and knew what to do. Like, it was like, I wasn't thinking I was kind of a vehicle for what I felt like was God energy or like spiritual energy that was guiding me and how to support a person in having a cathartic release and an awakening. Mm -hmm. And so when that happened, it was like a light bulb flipped for me because I knew there was like a bigger part of my purpose that I hadn't found yet Um, at that point I was a jewelry designer and I was curious about my own sexuality and I had kind of been practicing this other modality for a while and it was amazing to me how much my life did open up from doing that so I kind of I discovered it on accident but when it clicked I knew that I was meant to do this like it felt instantaneously like I was given this gift of something that I was meant to, to bring into the world. And so I started practicing and having private clients. And then my boyfriend at the time was also studying with me. And we were invited by our teacher to lead a community class here in New York after he had been in the city to teach. And so slowly, but surely we started having monthly events and it just took off. And we started teaching all around the world and sharing this work with other people. We have 18 different facilitators with the Tantra Institute. And um, our mission is to become better lovers. And not only in the bedroom, but in your entire life. And what does it mean to deeply, authentically connect with other people and life? Mm -hmm. So so I discovered, yeah, anyway, I could talk forever, but... (laughs)
0: No, go on. I just, I just feel, I just love what you said, you know, this intention of becoming better lovers, but not just, yeah, on, on all the levels. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Thank you. When we take it through the vehicle of our bodies. So it's a, for me, it's an embodiment practice that uses breath, sound and movement combined with that sexual energy that lives at the base of the spine, which you may have heard of if you do Kundalini yoga or are familiar with the, um, the, the theory of Kundalini, Mm -hmm. but that we learn how to ride the waves of energy in our body, this aliveness that can heal by clearing trauma. And it can also awaken like the special gifts that you have to bring to the world. And for everyone that's different, but I feel like that lives in the chakra system in the body and we can be conscious and mindful and you know, choose to create um, this deeper connection with life from the tantric principles. Mm, so cool.
0: And you know, especially as women, I mean, I can't speak for men because I'm not a man, so I don't know. But I feel for women, we tend to hold so much drama and and stuck emotion and just stuff um, in our womb area in our. Mm-hmm you know in that excuse my voice um in that sacral part of our body Mm -hmm. which often isn't really acknowledged or explored or or let alone set free right
1: yeah completely i think for so many women and men included like compartmentalize our sexuality and it's not really an integrated part of their life because there's shame or taboo or confusion um And so anything that is not integrated kind of becomes shadow or becomes problematic. And when we do have, you know, buried emotions or maybe, you know, wounds from the past that haven't been felt and moved, you know, it can kind of stagnate your life force around creativity and sexuality and relationship.
0: Mm, Absolutely. Mm -hmm. So what would your, um, advice be your what would you say to someone who is listening and who, who can really acknowledge that within herself like you know that there is work to be done where would you even where and how would you even begin
1: ah that's a great question um so because of the the advent of this global pandemic i've moved a lot of my education online and so there are several classes that someone could explore Um, we have a co-ed class called intro to sexual ecstasy, and then I have an eight week series that runs several times a year called erotic sovereignty. And the next one's about to start March 6th. Um, I do have several free previews coming up, um, and all of those can be found on our website at tantrany.com and that's spelled T-A-N-T-R-A-N-Y.com. So those two classes would be a good place to start. And then if you have access in your area to a Dhaka or a Dakini, someone who does Tantra healing sessions, that also can be a way to work one-on-one with a practitioner. Um, I work in the New York area, and there are people all over the world who practice this kind of sacred art of healing. Hmm,
0: beautiful. Would you say it's, it's definitely... Like, do you have to do it with someone or is it enough to um, explore your online courses?
1: I think it's totally, um, I think people are amazingly empowered as their own healers. Mm-hmm. So, and that's what erotic sovereignty about is about actually, is like taking these healing tools and doing them as a solo practice so that you become the source of your sensual liveness in your life and you can direct it into different parts of your life and you can experience turn on and pleasure and what it feels like to be alive you know not dependent on any relationship but your relationship with yourself mm,
0: yeah and i love that intention that it's not necessarily um something we do for our partner although of course mm-hmm. it's special, but it's so much more important to do it for ourselves right for our own
1: absolutely and what are the positive side effects oh gosh well (laughs) greater sexual pleasure um a feeling of oneness with life uh deeper spiritual connection if you have spiritual practices um better relationships and you know feeling empowered around your sexuality that you have kind of the keys to your own engine so to speak Mm.
0: keys to your engine that sounds so cool <laughs> oh my god, um, amazing. I have one more thing that I really want to ask you before okay. I you go, and that is a question I ask every single guest. The name of my podcast, obviously, Femme du Soleil, it's loosely translated from French as Women of the Sun. And to me personally, I've chosen this to be a context for my life. I like to feel like I'm walking on sunshine as often as possible. Mm -hmm. And so my question to you is what does walking
1: on sunshine mean to you? Oh my gosh. I love that. That's so beautiful. And I can feel your intention behind that. (sighs) Well, I guess the first thing that popped to my mind was this sacred trip I took to Egypt a couple of years ago with my partner. And the guide was talking to us about the sun god Ra and how the Egyptians worshiped the sun as it rose in the morning. And I feel like the sun to me is this very masculine principle that supports my sacred feminine and feeling good and and being full of life. So I feel like the sunshine brings life the sunshine brings nourishment to the earth and to us and i just i love like i am a sun baby too like i i live at the beach and to to feel the sun on my skin is such a a wonderful feeling Mm. so that's what it means to me thank you
0: and egypt oh my goodness a whole other conversation oh my Um, gosh (laughs) yeah we have we
1: have many conversations we could have i know (laughs) i feel like we need to do a day-long podcast i love
0: it so cool well thank you so much for yeah painting that picture for us as well i love um what you just said about the sun and having that potent energy around it it's really beautiful Mm -hmm. so last thing um you've already mentioned your website which i will link in the um, description is there anything else you want to um invite people to check out or can they follow you
1: somewhere yeah i have an instagram which is at sensual alchemistress um, and then i also you know we have our website and we have 18 facilitators we have a whole institute so please do check it out and go exploring down the path of tantra yes
0: <laughs> <laughs> amazing well thank you so much lauren thank for you. being here and sharing thank you your so much sabrina life. You're so welcome.
1: (laughs) Can't wait to hear it. Talk to you soon. Bye for now. Bye.
0: Did you enjoy this episode? If yes, please share it with your friends and tag me on Instagram at Weber.